Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is the well-organized Nikki Kinzer. Hello, happy spring. Happy spring. Oh, we, this is good. It is. We can't have a spring show without talking about organizing. I like these little annual organizing reviews that we do. Yes. Uh, you know, it's it's not only is it just a refresher that hey, I need to I need to go challenge myself to get organized a little bit, but but also just a time to reflect on the things that we've learned and and have started to do in our homes uh, over the last year and yes. so good little I've reminders really, right yeah to really look forward to these before we dig in head over to takecontroladhd.com you can get to know us a little bit better obviously you can listen to the show right there on the website but we'd love it if you'd subscribe to the mailing list we'll send you a note every time a new episode is released and of course you can find us anywhere the finer podcasts are served connect with us on twitter or facebook at take control adhd and call us phone numbers 503-664-4ADD and uh, we do. We read those questions and comments and voicemails right on the show in our Q&A episodes. So we would love to hear from you. Keep those questions coming. Okay. Where would you like to start about organizing? Well, I thought it would be kind of fun to do to share basically 10 of my favorite ADHD organizing tips. So as you said, a lot of this is just going to be reminders for people. But some of these things people are going to be able to do right away. Like, after they stop listening, they're going to be able to do some of this stuff. So uh, it's not so much about the process as much as it is about just, you know, some quick, easy things that you can do and get done and feel good about it. I've been thinking a lot about this in terms of the last episode we did two weeks ago, this all or nothing thinking, because that's where I think, uh, at least I have, and many of the people that I know and have worked with run into challenges is with getting organized. It's They feel like, I don't have enough time, I have too much stuff, I can't devote what I need to devote in terms of time, resources, and attention to actually get organized. How do you start? What is tip number one? You've got to purge. Start getting rid of stuff. Get rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. Follow Pete's lead on the 31-day oh, challenge. Let my life serve as a warning to others. Yes. So if you do not know what that challenge is, uh, I don't remember, honestly, what 
podcast you explained it in. Well, it was a little while ago. It was a while ago. I'll find it and put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's such a great challenge. And we also talked about it on uh, the show with Eric Tivers when we were on, when we were guests on his show, we talked about it too. So check that out. But yes, you got it. the new year. I think if you can look at our January shows, you'll find it because that's what, this was our new year purge, right? It was one day we gave up, uh, we gave up one thing for each number of the day. So on January 2nd, we gave up two things. On January 3rd, we gave up three through the end of January. It was fantastic. That's right. That's right. And that really is the first thing to do before you ever even think about organizing anything. Like get rid of the stuff you don't need so that what's left is the stuff that you truly need and what you really want to pay attention to how you're going to place back into your home. Well, so, I just need to reflect on that. One one lesson learned for me yes. um, is that A, it was not nearly enough, right? It, it was absolutely not not enough. I have so much more stuff I'm ready to, to purge and and do it again. Get rid of. Yeah. But the the challenge with that is with this, the, the organizing challenge, like the monthly organizing challenge, is that you tend to grab for the, the low-hanging fruit, right? You grab right. for the stuff that is easy. And so you you end up not grabbing things that are terribly well structured. So I go into a closet and I'll find two or three things that I want to get rid of. I have not decluttered or purged the closet. I have grabbed two or three things that may be disposed of or, or donated on the 15th of the month. I haven't really done a structured purge of the stuff in that area. And so that's one of the things that that I find myself frustrated by even after doing such an extensive purge is that I go into certain areas of my home and oh my goodness, it still looks like a disaster because there's there is so much stuff I don't need. So uh, that's the only thing I would add. If you're going to take this on, uh, try to put a little bit of structure to it. it so maybe make it easier. a little more methodical yeah. where you start yeah. with the closet, get everything out that you can, and then move right. on. Because yeah. the first couple yeah. of days you're like, this is a heyday. I don't need this. I don't need that. Right. I don't need that lamp. You're, right. I mean, it's... It, you're it kind of zigzagging back and yes. forth, which right, we're going to talk right, about right. that in just a minute. So, oh, yeah. Good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. So everybody All listen right. to that. Be a little methodical okay. about your purging. Uh, second favorite tip is what you mentioned at the beginning of the show, and that is working in small increments of time. And, uh, you know, again, we use this example in the all or nothing show, um, that people think that they need to have lots of time to, to make progress, but you really don't. That's the great news here is that you do not need a lot of time. All you need is maybe 10 or 15 minutes a day. And if you can be as consistent, which is number three, I'm throwing these two things in together. If you can be as consistent um, with that time, you are going to get stuff done. You're going to notice, you're going to see a difference. And that is so much better than doing nothing, right? It doesn't have to be all four hours. Um, So, you know, trying to figure out when that works. It could be in the morning. It could be in the evening before you go to bed. I mean, try to wrap it around something that makes sense to you so that it's easy to do. Have reminders set in place. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, I, I hear people say, I don't have enough time. Well, for 10 minutes a day, you don't have enough time. What time do you wake up in the morning? Well, I wake up at six. Okay. Do you really think you're going to be substantively worse off waking up at 5.50? Right. You've just given yourself 10 free minutes where you otherwise would have been unconscious, 
right? You would have been a non-contributing zero to your organizing process. Mm -hmm. You gift yourself 10 minutes and see how much that 10 minutes a day can get over. Well, I couldn't get up before six. I go, well, that's just your brain. That's just your brain Mm -hmm. telling you six is an artificial barrier. You could get up at 10 minutes earlier. You could, and you would be stunned at how productive you could be first thing in the morning. Well, and I think it also goes back to if it means something to you, if it really matters to you, you're going to find the time at some point, you know, whether it's first thing in the morning or whatever it is, you're going to find the time. So it has to matter to you. You, you have to be at the point where your tolerance level is just maxed so that you do make a point to get it done. And I think that what people will be so surprised is how much they do get done just in that 10 minutes a day consistently. Um, and, and the feeling that it has, that how good it feels to know that, okay, I keep, I'm moving forward on this, but you know, the third tip is the consistency part. And I think that part of being consistent is being reminded, like you have to remember that this is a priority for you. So you got to put it in front of you somehow. So you don't forget it. Cause you, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to forget. Organizing is not exactly on the top 10 list of things to do uh, that you want to yeah, do. Right. Um, but the key here too, is to really look at it as a journey. And I talk about this when I talk about the process of organizing in my programs is that it is a journey. It is, it is a priority project. So if you look at it as I'm not sprinting through this. I'm not trying to get it done as fast as I can, but I'm, I'm going to just really work on it consistently and go through the process and get, you know, get it done. Then, um, it, it doesn't feel so heavy. It doesn't feel like this big, huge project that you can't attack. You're really, I mean, this is the way to break it down. We talked about the zigzag. So what you're doing, what you explained in the 31 day challenge is a little bit of zigzagging and it is actually, it's a lot of zigzagging. It's a lot of zigzagging. (laughs) And so in your challenge, you know, it's not a bad thing because you're still getting the stuff out because your point of your challenge is to really just get rid of, you know, things that you probably wouldn't have paid attention to even before. So now you're Absolutely. you're getting rid of the stuff. So there's a lot of po- positives to that. But when it does come to organizing methodically, which is going back to kind of that structure, I, I would avoid zigzagging. Um, so I really would focus on what Pete's saying, you know, focus on just the closet, get everything out that you can, you know, in out, of the closet and then move into the living room or the kitchen or whatever. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for this is we want instant gratification. We want to know that what we're doing is making a difference. And you will see that if you're working in one specific area, because you'll notice everything that goes away. You're going to see free space. You're going to see empty shelves. You're going to see the wall again. And that's going to give you that gratification that it means something. If you zigzag a lot, the trouble that you may get into is you're going to forget what you did. Um, you're not going to remember where you left off. You're going to feel like you're starting over and you're not going to see that progress and it's going to make you mad. And you're going to think, well, what's the point? That's it. What's the point? And then, it, then you go back into all and nothing. And then it's the it's downward spiral of deflation. It <laughs> is. It is. It's really hard to recover from. Don't yeah. set, yourself, set yourself up for success. Using a body double, especially if you have ADHD, organizing with a body double is such a great idea. And it can be your dog. It can be your kids. And they don't even need to know what they're doing. Um, it could be a friend or a family member or a neighbor that comes in and maybe they do know what they're doing there for you, but they don't 
don't have to actually be helping you organize or purge. But there is something about that physical presence of having somebody in the room with you that will keep you focused and keep you on task. So if they start to notice that you're starting to wander, then they can, you know, kind of just nudge you to keep, you know, doing what you're doing. But they may not even like when I say a dog or, I mean, obviously a dog's not going to start barking when he sees it. Although that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> I could just see my dog, Charlie. Body double. Yeah. Body double. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing in dog language. <laughs> uh, so maybe the dog won't work, but uh, it's still just having a, a reminder is more than anything. It's an anchor to keep you, you know, to remember why you're there. What's your purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an amazing thing. I mean, it works for so many people. So I definitely, if you've never tried it and you're having a hard time focusing and staying on task, this is, this is a good way to, to go. I like that one. But the next one is the most exciting. The <sighs> next one is the one that is, that can just, if, if you master this, it changes not just how you organize, but how you live your stinking life. It changes everything. What is it? Well, and isn't it directly related to all or nothing thinking? Yes. Yeah. I know. It's like part two (laughs) of that show. But yes, number six, don't let indecision slow you down. You are going to get stuck, right? It's going to happen. People are going to get stuck and there are going to be times, there's going to be something that's going to be in your way that you have no idea what to do with. Should I keep it? Should I not keep it? What if I need it someday? What if somebody else needs it? Uh, What if I can't replace it? You know, all of these things are going to go in your mind. It's normal. Everybody goes through it. Um, But what I don't want this, what I don't want this to do for you is to make you stop. And that's what happens is people feel like, okay, I can't make a decision on this one particular item. So I'm going to stop the process. I'm going to go do something else because again, what's the point, right? Like they're so paralyzed by this one item that now they're second guessing everything. What I want people to do is for now, keep the item. Don't agonize over it anymore. Don't think about it anymore and just keep going, keep purging. Because once you get past that indecision of the harder things, then, you know, you can just continue like, cause you've already made the decision to keep it for now. You can continue making the easy decisions. So you're still making your progress. So if just to kind of keep it visually, uh, make sense for people. You're in the closet. You're stuck with something about this coat. You don't know if you should keep this coat, just keep the coat and keep going and close the closet door when you feel like everything's been purged and then go to your kitchen. Because the point, I mean, the reality is not the point, but the reality is we always have a chance to purge again. We are never just going to purge once and and say, okay, we're done. Right. So we can always make those decisions later. We just don't want that indecision to stop us from moving forward. That's right. What would the clash do, Nikki? What would the clash do? Should I stay or should, or should I, go? I go? I used to love it's that always song. Tease, tease, tease. Yep. That stupid coat. I know. <sighs> Darn coats. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. That is my favorite one. <laughs> Uh, what is uh, is number seven? Seven is it's one of those old rules that yeah. you know I remember way back when we were take control organizing. 
Uh, and it's just really curbing the impulse buying, right? So before you buy anything new, really sitting and thinking it through, like, do I really need this? And where is it going to go in my home? Because so yeah. much of our clutter is indecision. It's stuff that we just haven't decided where it's going to go. So it doesn't go anywhere. It just stays on the kitchen table. And so, it, you know, this is just sort of a rule to live by of, of, you know, first of all, if if you're on a budget, you're going to want to think before you buy things anyway. And really, you know, is it something I need? And if it's a big purchase, you know, really give yourself 24 hours to think about it before you buy it. You know, all of these things, just that kind of one for one rule. Do you remember that when we used I to do. talk about I, that? You know, I was just going to bring that up. That is, that's one that I think about to this day. Uh, when I when I buy something new, I you know for example I uh, I got a gift for uh, Stitch Fix right the clothes they just send they just mail you clothes yeah in the mail and so every three months I get a box of clothes and I, if I like it then I can keep it and they will charge me for it if they if I don't like it I could put it all back in the box and send it back and I don't get charged or anything and it's fantastic but every time I get this box I think what am I going to be getting rid of because I am to a point where and, and I use hangers as the moderating factor. In fact, you got me on these hangers that I use, these like wonderful, uh, like kind of velvety hangers. Yeah, uh, the huggable hangers. Called. The huggable hangers. Yeah. They're so great. And and um, so I have a limited number of hangers and that defines what I add to my closet, right? So oh, that's smart. It has to mean something to me to, to add something new because I only got so many hangers, I'm going to take something out. Something else, else has, to, has to be donated um, in order to make room for it. That, that is has a- been a great rule for me, right? I mean, I, yeah. I've needed that because I don't, this is not something that I am capable of actively thinking about without some sort of visual reminder. And and so um, that's what been What a been great big. tip. What a great tip. So everybody just buy a certain amount of hangers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know what? You don't need all those clothes you've got. You, you probably, no. you really don't. No, that's yeah. really great. Great idea. Yeah. Um, okay. Number eight is to not purge and organize at the same time. So this is actually a roadblock, very similar to not letting indecision stop you. We also don't want the the stress of where am I going to put this stop you. Um, and I find this is really common for people is that they start sorting and then they start thinking about where it's going to go or where it should go. And then if they don't know the answer, then they stop. Yeah. Again, because they feel paralyzed. They don't know what to do, so they just stop the process. So uh, just like in decision, we want you to separate the two tasks from purging to organizing and if and don't go to the point where you have to think about where it's going to go because that's not where you are in the process right, right, right now. Right now you're just purging. So just focus on the purging. And if you start yeah. to feel like I'm getting stressed because I don't know where it's going to go, stop yourself and don't let it – well – don't stop yourself. Stop yourself. <laughs> this is so confusing. Stop yourself from thinking that you need to stop the process, but keep going forward on just purging. And remember, I'm just purging right now. You know, you know, the thing that that strikes me and when I hear people say that, right, I, I can't. It usually comes back to I don't have time to organize because once I get into it, I've created a giant mess and of of purging and stuff that is and and I if I don't have time in my head to actually get through the entire process at once then I've left my house in a disaster or my kitchen shelves are a disaster straight and my answer to them is always that's because you don't have an organizing process so I have to say uh 
because you haven't yet, go check out the organizing your space uh, uh, thing. The the online uh, course, online class, the <laughs> online course. Please do this because what you are saying is you don't have a process, and th- there is a an organizing process out there. Spoiler: It's Nikki's that addresses this. And it will it will allow you, it will enable you, it will avail you to time in new kinds of chunks. You'll be able to create the the space in your life to both purge and organize and not feel like your house is in in a complete disaster straits as as a result of it. So we, right. we we're not going to go into that uh, you know in detail right now. We've certainly done podcasts on it, but check look it at out that process. Check it out. It's yeah. super important, and it will help you over this hump. Thank you, Pete. Well, you're welcome. Little... I live to serve. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number nine, we have two more left. Yes. And and the last one is my favorite one. But number nine <laughs> is remember that with ADHD, when you're organizing with ADHD, out of sight is out of mind. It just is. So, it, it you know, we have to be careful with how you put things away. And just remember that it, it has to make sense to you. So for the things that you use the most often, then those are the things that should be out in the open and are the easiest to get and the easiest to return, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you want to be careful with the kind of storage you buy. I, you know, I didn't even mention this, but this is going to be no surprise for anybody that's followed us for a while. Don't buy organizing containers until after you've purged. And if you do, then make sure that they're clear and labeled in a way that is true. Um, And, uh, you know, don't worry about the baskets and the, you know, you don't want to hide stuff that you use all the time. So maybe it's not the prettiest, but that's okay. It's about function. And that goes into number 10, that none of this is about perfection. Um, Organizing comes down to just finding what you need when you need it. I shout that at the hilltop, you know, loud. (laughs) Yeah. It is all just about finding what you need when you need it. It is not about perfection. Um, so we want to make sure that we're making our systems easy. Um, again, we don't want to get hung up on the products and just always think about function. Um, and, you know, I think just organizing your space your own way. And that is why my online course is called that, because it really is about organizing your space your own way. Um, and And don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare your home to other people. Um, you know, just get to a point where you can purge and find what you need. There you have it, Pete Wright. I love it. Those That's are my awesome. favorites. The big tips for this year's <laughs> organizing journey. Uh, yep. All right, ADHDers, well done. Uh, good luck this spring season getting your house in order. Take take the time. As we always say, this is the same thing with New Year's and resolutions. Who cares? It's, it is an arbitrary thing, but if, if the motivation, if the cultural motivation of spring cleaning helps you actually get your place organized and clean and these t- tips help, help you out, there is no shame in that. Use it. Be motivated by it. Move forward. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading and listening to the show for your time and attention. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next time right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.